0: uh, uh-huh. Rachelle Williams join us today Uh, and to not fall foul of Facebook or um, YouTube's rules on going late. Uh, We've gone live. Uh, Unfortunately, she seems to have got uh, stuck in traffic or en route to the studio. So uh, I'm going to fill in for a little bit of time uh, until she comes. Uh, And if not, then we'll have to reschedule. But uh, hope you're well. Uh, And let's say this is welcome to the Miles Verdo Conversation, the entrepreneurial series. My name is Colin Mars, aka The Numbers Guy. And in this series, Fresh joins us. Uh, We'll be looking to, uh, to generally this series, as you well know by now, is to interview a variety of Business owners from around the world and allow them to reveal what drives them and how they approach their business as individuals and as entrepreneurs. Each interview will last around about 30 minutes. And the idea behind this series is that I'm making it my mission in 2022 to help as many small business owners grow, scale, and profit faster by sharing other entrepreneurial experiences and thoughts so that together we can help overcome the fear of success and take action today rather than someday. And as I said, we're hopefully going to welcome Rochelle Williams. She's just messaged to say she's on her way. So I'm going to fill in for a little bit uh, while we do that. So I'm going to tell you uh, whilst we're waiting about our latest adventure, um, which is called Seize the Day TCI and Chill. Um, It is a three bedroom, three bathroom condo that we have purchased in Turks and Caicos and this is what it looks like, uh, our building and our amazing pool. A piece of tranquility and super chill factor away from the crowds of Grace Bay. We're located in uh, Northwest Point, which is at the far end of the island, so super chill. We've got this amazing little brochure that we've produced, so if you're interested, then please drop us a line in the comments and we can let you have one. We're also found on, as you would expect, all the major rental platforms, so on VRBO, Again, just search for Seize the Day TCI and Chill, located in Northwest Point. Airbnb, same thing, located in Northwest Point, and again, Seize the Day TCI should find you on those things. we based in some of those searches in Wheeland Settlement, um, but if you're having any trouble, then just reach out and I'll let you know. And like all of us, as we are at the moment, we have a we have a Facebook page. Guess what it's called? Seize the Day TCI and Chill, uh, and we're also on Instagram and TripAdvisor having some great feedback from our guests who have been staying we had one check out yesterday another one checks in in a few days so really excited to uh, to add that to our portfolio of fun um, as you can imagine so for those of you who it comes Rochelle she is coming online as we speak let's let her in from the green room and welcome so hi how are you so uh, uh, We've been entertaining our viewers with just some general idle chat, self-promoting my new Seize the Day condominium. Uh, so no problem at all. So welcome, Rochelle. So uh, um, all that you've missed is the introduction to what this is all about. This is our entrepreneurial series uh, and where we talk to entrepreneurs such as yourself uh, for around about 30 minutes and we try and delve in a little bit as to what you're about, who you are, etc. So to put you on the spot, just <laughs> the five-minute elevator pitch on all things, Rochelle.
1: Awesome, perfect. Thanks, Colin, and thanks for having me today. No um, so, yes. Yeah, so, um, I'm Rochelle Williams. Um, I am an agile coach um, and have been working in agile really pretty much throughout my career. Um, started in project management, um, but then very quickly transitioned over to agile because, frankly, to me, it just it just made sense. Um, I couldn't understand why I was constantly in PMO, updating a thousand line plan that was constantly out of date. And then someone come along and was like, oh, this is this agile thing. I think you'd like it. And then I haven't looked back since. Um, so, yeah, I've always been in consulting, working with various different clients. And then as of October last year, um, decided to take the leap and um, become an independent consultant rather than working for a consultancy and um, thoroughly enjoying it, really, really enjoying kind of working for myself and um, working for the clients that I work with.
0: Fantastic. So tell us a little bit about more what about Agile is. What, what does that mean to somebody who perhaps isn't quite so aware? I know I had to ask you myself, so uh, <laughs> uh, I'm sure our listeners and viewers would like to just understand a little bit more. So I'm going to leave you to talk. I've just got to knock at the door So I'm going to leave you to talk while I step away.
1: Yes, yeah, go for it. Um, so, yeah, Agile is ultimately helping kind of um, – businesses and people ultimately work in the way that they work in their day-to-day lives anyway. Um, so naturally, you know, anytime that we're kind of planning to go on a trip, planning to do anything really, um, we never plan it like, you know, in thorough detail, like hour this, like we're gonna do this, um, hour one, we're gonna do this. It's always kind of, you know, like what are the rough things that we wanna get done um, on this kind of trip? How are we gonna do it? Um, and ultimately kind of, you know, working through that list of things to do. So Agile is ultimately aligning people to what they do in their day-to-day lives, but bringing it into the business sense. So kind of helping people work with a thing called a backlog, which is ultimately a list of things to do, um, and kind of ultimately prioritizing that list and always ensuring that you're working on the Highest value thing, the 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 thing that is the highest priority that makes sense to work on at that point of time. Right. Um, yeah.
0: Cool. Thank you. That's. Uh, whew, I'm guessing you spoke for a long time, so there's lots about that came in on very enthusiasm. So that's that's great. We're going to explore a little bit more about that. Apologise that to just step away there for the no moment. No worries. So number question number one for you. We have ten questions. Um, most yes. of them are fairly lightweight questions. They're not to, we're not going to ask you to uh, solve uh, world hunger or anything <laughs> like that. Um, but they give us a little bit of an insight as to what you're about and who who uh, and who, who things are. So. I believe as a business mentor and supporter for small entrepreneurs that small business owners are a little bit like superheroes. Okay. You may not think of yourself as a superhero, but you are. And you have what I like to often call your origin story. And if you go back to think about Marvel, there's always somehow he became or they or she became a superhero. So what's yours? And how did that, uh, how did you take that leap? You mentioned about October. Um, yeah. What, what was the story to make that leap?
1: Yeah, perfect. Great question. Um, So really, I've always had a driven mindset, like thinking from, you know, day dot. I've always kind of looked at things as to what can I strive towards and then, you know, see that as an opportunity to ultimately work towards like any challenge put in front, front of me. I've always been kind of driven to overcome that challenge. Um, And kind of in my kind of early career um, or kind of young working age, this very much started out as setting myself kind of physical challenges. So I would, um, you know, started with like 10K runs, then it moved up to like 40 mile um, Palace to Palace bike rides, then the three peak challenge in 24 hours. So the three highest um, (laughs) mountains in UK, which was awesome. Um, To then also, of course, the London Marathon, which is just one of the best days of my life. Um, and then now an, an event that I do regularly, um, a thing called Ragnar, yeah. which is a 250 mile re- running relay race, um, but it's 10 people, um, oh, so yeah. you do it as a team. Um, I'm actually going out to Germany in August this year to to do this year's event. So I've always kind of had that driven mindset, kind of have that kind of you know what is the challenge in front of me, kind of opportunity to ultimately overcome. And I think this naturally lent itself to wanting to work for myself, have the challenge of being a solopreneur, um, independent consultant. Um, And, you know, like I mentioned earlier, I've always worked in consulting. So I really enjoy kind of working with clients, overcoming kind of problems that they kind of have on their day-to-day business and helping them uh, overcome them. And naturally, the next challenge for me was let's do this by myself, like, let's right. become an independent consultant and, you know, overcome that hurdle, which, yeah, absolutely love.
0: <laughs> which is great. And, you know, and it's great to see how animated you are about a where you've come from. Uh, and it also sort of helps, you know, understand that there has to be passion um, yeah. to be a solo entrepreneur, because as we know, there are lots of ups and downs, the Roller rollercoaster, there are so many analogies that we can use uh, when it comes to be a, a solo entrepreneur. That's great. Uh, so cool. So thank you for that. That gives a little bit of rounding as to how we get to where you are. So what's the biggest challenge that you have currently at the moment um, in your role and how are you going to overcome that?
1: Yeah, so I guess um, the thing that came to mind for me is just managing the various different systems that we need to like for our clients for ourselves um like in personal lives but then also for for our business like it's very different various different kind of accounts also various different you know um i guess virtual calls that we use in Streamyard for this today there's also zoom teams um google Meet, lots of various different platforms that naturally need to use across the business and with clients so it's you know managing kind of which one to use in which situation and ensuring to remember to use the right one um and naturally practicing what i preach i i use a trello board to kind of keep on top all of that to, make sure that i've got all the links in a in a good place <laughs> I
0: was going to say that, that we, you're getting ahead of ourselves because that's one of the questions a little bit later but i was going to say how do you manage those sort of things i was i was talking with a client yesterday and uh, who introduced me to another system and i have a similar thing that they're all everybody's you know i'm trying to streamline people to use the same system for, for that very reason otherwise you just you know you're logging into this portal you're logging into that portal so i think you know um we as entrepreneurs need to uh certainly when we're consulting realize that there's more to it than just turning up and being ourselves and you know doing the skills that we would like so uh so that's cool interesting that you're having similar challenges because i'm like not another one to learn yesterday and i'm like okay i took this on i agreed i do it I didn't really quite think that's what I meant so uh, but anyway that's uh, that's all cool good so you're talking about agile and and being obviously changing things moving things forward uh the world is forever moving on so how do you yourself continue to learn um in order to stay at the top of your game within both the role and your industry because it it moves doesn't it I mean and if we if we stay still we're going backwards so what's your approach and advice for that
1: yeah um so i i love learning um literally do feel very passionate about continually finding you know continuous improvement opportunities ultimately that what i help my clients to do in terms of work in an agile way um but some of the ways that i do that um i always like i journal um have a book here that i bought recently um So, coaching journal. So, naturally, you know, with the clients that I'm working with, you know, reflecting on kind of coaching conversations, workshops that I've ran, and just going, you know, what worked well in this conversation workshop, what didn't work well, and how can I learn from it? So, actually, doing like a mini retrospective, ultimately, in terms of reflecting on the conversations or the things that I do in the workplace. Um, But then also going along to kind of different conferences and things like that that are out there. So recently went to a thing called Scrum Exchange, which is a non-conference where like-minded Agile SMEs come together and ultimately form the agenda on the day and then held various different workshops, talks, um, practice different games like, you know, kind of icebreakers, stuff like that to ultimately things that we can do and use like in our today-to-day jobs and one of the techniques i actually learned from that day i used this week as an icebreaker in a workshop well, that well. i ran
0: well, that, that makes those sort of learning things really powerful don't they i mean i think you know uh, the old things about you know repeat something seven times and it'll stick same sort of thing if you can use a new skill that you have learned um, very quickly then it's likely to resonate in you uh, and if it tests and as you said get a great result you're like okay that was worth attending because I think you know as entrepreneurs um, learning can be quite difficult to under- where does it fit into our portfolio how much do we spend time and money on learning new skills and and, and and when I'm working with some of the newer entrepreneurs there's always this struggle that they feel they have to learn everything first before they go off and do something so you know you end up well you're spending loads of money on courses and training and how are we going to pay for this so I think there's a balance. So was that course? Was that uh, process um, the the non conference? Interesting statement. Was that a freebie or did you have to pay to go to that?
1: I had what? to pay. Yeah. yeah, and I strongly believe in kind of investing in our development. And it was actually interesting that you mentioned kind of you know trying to kind of do all the learning up upfront. Um, one of the activities we did in that session was um, it's called like the empty chair game, where it's just okay. like an icebreaker to use with a team. And um, where you basically had to um, kind of keep an empty chair and, like, protect it from, like, the facilitator, so You have to basically move around the room and ensure that they can't get to the empty chair. And every time we try to, like, you know, come up with this, like, thorough strategy, like, talk it through, like, oh, we could try and do this, try and do this. But then as soon as then we tried it, we're like, oh, no, that didn't work because Mm of that. And, like, instantly we're seeing, you know, the... The reason why you've just got to do stuff, learn from it and then iterate it on on it further rather than trying to do all the thinking up front. It's just like the best thing to do is just to try something and learn from it um, live in the moment.
0: Yeah, no, exactly. So it is about taking, it and you know, and facing that fear, really, that it may not work. But you know, mm-hmm. as long as you learn from it. You know as i like to sometimes say you know mistakes are you know wins yet to be modified so lots of fun there so cool Now, what you know about running your own business now all right now that we've been doing it for a little bit is there anything you would have done differently when you first started out now you're still fairly new so we might still say well i'm still learning as we just talked yeah. about but in that sort of six month period seven months it's actually nearly eight months now isn't it since you since you took the leap is you've yeah. done differently just as again um, to sort of share that person who's perhaps thinking about taking the leap
1: yeah so i guess um, not necessarily, i guess the thing i was thinking about in terms of doing differently is not worrying at the start about finding work like there was a lot of apprehension naturally going into it going oh my god am i going to you know lo- leave in my secure job like am i going to find work am i going to find clients and actually now looking back i'm like you know having that worry probably didn't necessarily need to be there because of the network like I've been quite fortunate to always kind of build my network through everything that I do Um, and naturally just as soon as I went into it had the right conversations at the right time and was able to kind of land my first client so I guess not you know worrying too much about kind of you know finding that first gig because just have conversations speak to people and you will ultimately find something.
0: Right. Cool. Good. So, yeah. So again, that old adage of not the Sunday, but today type situation. So uh, mm-hmm. good. Good. All right. Um, what do you think are the qualities that make a good entrepreneur? Now, again, that's very subjective, uh, <laughs> not to be critical of anybody out there who may not have these skills. Um, but what do you think are the qualities? What What do you think makes a good entrepreneur?
1: Yeah so I very much think kind of that self-driven kind of attitude is is key really like a like a yes like I can do this I'm gonna go for it rather than kind of the mindset of like oh no like this is going wrong this is going wrong it's like okay actually no what can I do about it and what can I go after so having that self-driven motivated kind of mindset I think is key. Um, Having that growth mindset um, over fix. so rather than kind of going I like I don't have that skill set right now going how can I get that skill set how can I gain it how can I grow in order to get there Um, ultimately based on the you know previous question a good networker so seeing kind of everyone you meet as key and there's like something to be learned in every conversation that you have um, whether it's just you know where to go on the weekend or you know what's my next role going to be you never know what your conversation might be around so having that networking kind of um opportunity um and yeah just ultimately recognizing the benefit of people like just because you are a solopreneur and um there's still benefit in kind of having conversation with people and like always finding that opportunity to learn from people and you know just connect cool
0: yeah. Okay. So about networking and being, you know, just really being open to who's out there and and opportunities. Um, that's useful. And I say, and that also probably comes back to some of the skills about yeah. the listening rather than just being driven, etc. Yeah. so uh, yeah. That's good. So we talked earlier about being a superhero and having an origin story. So it's a little bit like life is a journey. Uh, if we think mm-hmm. about. Um, uh, Yoda and Luke and you know there are lots of people where there's those relationship um, Frodo and uh, Bilbo Baggins and all those sort of film what relations but there's a journey so what would be your best advice for a new entrepreneur and how they might avoid failure a little bit like the qualities um but yeah. Might they perhaps try you know because most people are fearful of failure which often that's the, yeah. big, the stop the not the stopping the, the, you know the building block or the break on, on having a go so I've got my tongue tied there <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, so um, I guess to be that kind of controversial person, I very much believe that there is no failure. Like like there's no point trying to avoid failure because ultimately, every failure that happens is ultimately going to lead to some sort of lesson and that lesson is there to be found. So when things potentially go wrong or didn't go as planned as you kind of expected it to go, have a review of it have a reflection of it and go okay what can I actually le- learn from this and what can it lead me to like strongly believe in kind of you know every closed door is another door opening um kind of you know thinking back like I didn't potentially get the original graduate scheme that I originally wanted um saw that as kind of a closed door but then that led me down to a different cr- graduate scheme which now when I reflect back on it I'm like Actually, that that was the right door for me at that time. Um, But at the time, you know, didn't know that. So that's only kind of uh, you only gain that from reflecting on it and looking back. Um, So, yeah, just kind of learning from from failures. Don't try to avoid them. If it doesn't go well, you're going to learn something from it. And that's the main thing.
0: Okay, cool. Yeah. So, again, it's all about just that moment of pausing, isn't it? And looking both forwards and backwards and trying to go, what what can we take from that? Setback is obviously always going to be disappointing, but, you know, as you say, how can we build on revokes, changing what we did or moving forward? Nice. Like it. Like it indeed. Um, so there's a bit of theme here, obviously, in this middle sort of part about the, some of the questions. It can be very lonely being an entrepreneur. I often refer to it as being at the coal face. You put your head down. You're focused on, uh, you know, we're trying to be everything. You know, jack of all mm-hmm. trades, master of none. I've got another sort of podcast uh, videos. in on that as well. Uh, so please guys check out uh, some of the uh, other videos that you can find and interviews on our Miles Better mentoring site. we will put some details up a little bit later. Um, but it can be lonely. I, I believe it can be lonely because soul, soul entrepreneur, you know. It's, mm-hmm. So um, how do you overcome these feelings? I think I know the answer to this. It's gonna be along with other things, but is there anything other than the networking? Is there other sort of things perhaps you do personally that might, uh, might help some of the listeners and viewers?
1: um yeah i guess i guess it's just always ask like being willing to ask for help like if you don't necessarily have the answers at that point of time like it's okay and just kind of reach out to people and just ask that question of you know can we have a virtual coffee chat or can we have a coffee chat just to kind of ultimately understand like you know how you can kind of work through it just because you are working by yourself as a solar promoter doesn't mean you are like by yourself um so ultimately just using the power of the network as the kind of the theme was earlier um and just you know reaching out to people people are always willing to help and share kind of the experiences that they've been on Um, And I think, you know, one benefit of this remote working world that we've been in is you can just have virtual coffees with almost anyone just using LinkedIn, reaching out to people going, oh, I see. So you've done that. That looks really cool. Like, can we have a chat about it? Mm -hmm. Um, And everyone's willing to kind of just have a chat, even if it's just five or 10 minutes. Um, Just reach out and ask for a chat.
0: No way. Yeah. I mean, that's that's that was the premise behind this whole sort of interview series, really, was to allow mm-hmm. us, to, you know, across the world and around the world, you know, chat with people and have a you know have a fairly relaxed conversation about things that people have done and, and share those on. So um, I'm interested and pleased that we're tapping into the same thing. Um, now you've answered this question a little bit earlier. I did this in the thing. When you approach to juggling so many plates, mm-hmm. we have to see when running a small business. But so Trello Board, so tell tell, tell some of the listeners because you know we I'm aware way of Trello boards um, yeah but not everybody is well, what what is the Trello board because actually it's a really powerful tool if you you've got to you've got to own it I mean you've got to you got to go in it so tell tell us yeah. a little bit about the Trello board
1: yeah yeah so Trello is just like yeah I guess my my internet best friend um it's it's a virtual tool that's ultimately like a to-do list ultimately but the to-do list is kind of organized by cards um, and you can have various different boards. Um, I have so many different boards. I used I used a Trello board to plan my wedding. Um, okay. I used it for my personal to-do list, like what do I need to get done? I use it for my business. I use it for kind of um, organizing, you know, different links. So keeping kind of each card linked to a different agile reference that I use to kind of ultimately help my clients. Like, oh, you want to know how to story point? Here's a link that I've saved on my Trello board. So it's it's just a way of organizing information ultimately through through cards. So similar to, you know, having a wall with post-it notes, um, Trello is ultimately the digital version of um, a wall with post-it notes.
0: Cool, cool. Um, yes, I, I, I've dabbled with it. I'm still old school, unfortunately. I like I like my bits of paper and my my control lists and and things like that. But I I, I keep going to it. I have a go at it, and then I come away, and then I think it's 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 almost I, I, I like anything, isn't it? If you use it all the time, it becomes second nature, and I think yeah. Um, um, that's, I think, the same with all IT and, and products and stuff, which actually leads us very nicely into the, the, almost the last question and be very insightful and stuff. So, um, thank you for your help and stuff. So, tech is becoming more and more vital in running a small business. We're using tech as we are here to, to create this interview. You're based in England currently, I'm in South Carolina. We've had guests from Australia, we've had guests from America, France, we've had them from around the world and, and tech's obviously great. We, you and I both use uh, online software for, to support your business. So it's vital nowadays, but is there a, what is your top suggestion? And you can't say Trello because you've used that one. Uh, what's your top suggestion tech uh, that for entrepreneurs should really consider using? What do you find useful?
1: yeah so naturally as a as an agile coach um i run a lot of workshops um some of them being in person but naturally due to um the world that we're living in and you know the flexibility that people want um some of those workshops are uh virtual so needs to be digital um the tool that i um you know, really enjoy kind of using is Miro or Mural, um, both very similar tools. Um, So M-I-R-O or M-U-R-A-L, which are ultimately a digital whiteboard. Um, And what you can do with that digital whiteboard is just, you know, create post-it notes so you can facilitate retrospectives. You can also do like Workflows so you can map out the different kind of steps that work goes through and kind of help and, and ultimately visualize that work and and just do anything really kind of the world is your oyster when you're kind of sitting at the sitting at the mirror or the mural board and kind of with the blank template just going okay like what do I want to get out of this workshop. Um, find your purpose, um like your outcome that you're trying to drive towards in in the workshop, and then ultimately design the template to work for you and your needs um, and it's you know highly flexible and just a really useful tool for those kind of digital remote workshops that we're running more and more.
0: yeah. Okay. All right. Again, I haven't come across either of those. Um, we have it within uh, within our um, software that we use for the virtual office. I've got some whiteboard opportunities there, but uh, most times when I start writing on them, clients go, "What? <laughs> have I made any money? Do I need to pay any tax?" They're not really interested. But in, I think in your world, where it's more about the flow, isn't it? I'm guessing they're really powerful when when people are trying to visualize. As you said, you have those huge plans, and you're trying to bring them down. I remember talking to you a few times about now. It's called a sprint. Rather than, than, than thing. And I suppose that's to try and help visualize those those sort of things. So, uh, yeah. Cool. Cool. And are they free software? I like to try and, because I know Trello has a free version, I like to try and promote free as the yeah. number of guy. I don't want people paying for things unless I'm selling it. And then, of course, you've got to need to buy it. So, uh, um, but are, are there free versions of those pieces of software?
1: Um, yeah. So both of them have free versions. Um, so using Miro at the moment, and it has three spaces um automatically so the number three spaces with the three version um and then if you want any more spaces than that then that's when you then pay for the license um but to be honest like this this whiteboard can be as big as you want it to be so you can just kind of hide things on the whiteboard and just keep going keep growing on that one one working area really and you can lock things so that if you don't want people to see different parts like depending if you're in a workshop you can do that so yeah like you can pretty much make as much use of out of the free version as you can
0: cool cool that's exciting i might i might actually go and have a look at that i always like looking at new sort of things and, and uh, new toys etc so uh, so thank you for that so the last and final question um is a little bit of a fun question really just try and get a little bit into your personality and stuff uh so the final question is what's your favorite movie and why <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> so the first thing the first film that came to mind so i was like i have to go with this because that's it, the Yeah, it definitely is my favourite, is Moulin Rouge. Um, I'm a sucker for a a romantic film. Um, I've literally watched this film, I don't even know how many times, and I was lucky enough this year to go see it in the theatre, which, yeah, I literally sat there with the biggest smile on my face the whole time, so I think that definitely ticks the box of being the favourite, if it you know kept me that happy for the whole time except for the sad bits of course
0: of course but then but a a good romantic yeah has to have the highs and lows life has to have highs and lows being an entrepreneur has to have highs. so you know it somewhat mirrors the fact that uh you know that you believe life's an up and down and that you know and again within that storyline there's obviously the you know they were the characters rely on their network and the joys and the tribulations and to try and do some things on her own and then not on her own um etc have you ever been to moulin rouge in in paris have you actually i been
1: haven't there? no but it's on my to-do list at yeah. some point yeah
0: i <laughs> went a few years ago when we were um traveling through paris and yes it's a lot of fun a lot of fun it is as you'd expect glitzy, and mm-hmm. the outside's fun and then you go inside and you know and the show's amazing you know yes yeah. i won't You've probably seen it from various bits but it it really does you can see how it translated out and stuff. So, so that's really yep. so i'll
1: let you know once i see it <laughs> yeah,
0: no. Indeed, I look forward to sharing that on a, on a call one time. So, cool. So, thank you so much. I really want to thank you, Rochelle, for taking the time to share your thoughts and ideas uh, on how you became an entrepreneur and what uh, what some of the uh, qualities you need. So, do appreciate that. The journey of how you started from obviously going from being, you know, in the, as many entrepreneurs go. can I take that leap? Uh, mm-hmm. And you did take that leap and that actually in hindsight, perhaps should have taken the leap maybe slightly earlier but remembering as you said that the journey adore is a new opportunity so exactly, really the right time at the right moment so it um, was
1: yeah it was the right time and the right moment so yeah yeah
0: so that's great. Um, and hopefully your tips and hints and the whole point, purpose of this uh, video podcast is to show other uh, entrepreneurs or people who are thinking that it is okay to take the leap that there are people who've done it before and obviously all of them i guess have, have been said very happily that the, if you have questions or answers or queries just you know reach out through the various portals and we can help you get that long um so uh, so you, so that's fantastic so yeah so that that's really the end of it but i did before i wanted to go it's, it is my podcast so i am allowed to do a little bit of a sales pitch uh <laughs> Up, as you could imagine. So I do want to thank everybody for listening to this episode of the Miles Better Conversation. We'd love to hear your thoughts and comments as well as sharing the Miles Better Conversation on your social media. We've had a few uh, viewers making some comments on Facebook. So thank you, Robert uh, and Muga from Uganda. We had another couple of viewers from Uganda this week. So uh, uh, really quite interesting that we're getting a little bit of traction ourselves. We'd love you to check back for soon uh, for the next episode in the series. Do check out milesbetterconversation.com for lots of various podcasts, etc. And of course, if you'd like to be um, a guest uh, on the show, then please just drop me a note and we can uh, see how the agenda works out. But right at the beginning, I mentioned at the beginning that I'm making it my mission to help as many people uh, become an entrepreneur in 2022. And I'd love you to claim uh, my free ebook called The Accounting Translator, 42-page guide to plain speak, uh, and you can get that by visiting my LetTheNumbersDecide.com website, uh, which is also an online course that uh, I've written and promoting, uh, and there's also an opportunity to get a free discovery call, etc. That was, a, that was my sales pitch. Uh, so thank you so much to everybody. Thank you for everybody who's listened and watching. If you're watching the replay, we appreciate your support after the event. Uh, if you've been watching us live, as I said, thank you for your time. We value that. My name is Colin Miles, aka The Numbers Guy. and This has been a Miles Better Conversation.